If you're craving the time, energy, and capacity to put yourself first, run your business, and have a full life, you've come to the right place. Welcome to the Radiant Soul Sisters podcast. I'm your host, speaker, coach, supporter, and fellow soul sister, Susan Cruz, and this is your space to shine. I will be connecting you to amazing, inspiring women who are living their best lives while constantly learning to create work-life harmony. If you are too, or you're craving this, we're here to cheer you on. Today, listeners, you are going to be in for a treat. I have my friend Lori Hybe with us. She is a podcast host, a speaker, an educator, and the founder of Keystone Click, which is a strategic digital marketing company. Lori has used her vast industry knowledge and gained from experience as well as education to build this amazing marketing company. She has the ability to see the potential of greatness within the already established good of a business. And I can tell you listeners, that is the honest truth. The things that Lori and her team were able to do for Huntsboro Hemp Company just never cease to amaze me. So Lori, I'm very grateful for that. Awesome. I'm excited to be here. Thank you so much for inviting me, Susan. I am so excited to have you here. Lori, before we really jump in, I always like to ask my guests if they can share something from their childhood or a memory from growing up, just to give us a little glimpse into your past. Oh, sure. Absolutely. You know, there's so many fun little memories, but Um, One that really stands out to me, and I don't know if this is because my dad's no longer with us anymore, but when I was, goodness, I don't know how old I was. Um, I was probably, I had to have been a freshman in high school at the time, but I was playing softball. Um, So, um, and at the time, my dad was actually working in Wisconsin and we were living in Illinois. So he would only come home on the weekends, but because my softball games for high school freshman softball um, were during the week. he would surprise me sometimes and actually drive home and come just to watch my game. And that just like means so much to me. You know, even when I was a kid, I think it meant a little bit, but reflecting back, it's like, wow, that's, that's so awesome that my dad, you know, he would drive two hours just to watch me play an hour game. And then he'd have to drive two hours back so that he could go to work the next day. And that that's huge. Oh, that I got goosebumps that just went all through my body as you said that, because I can only imagine when your dad showed up that you felt like the most special person in the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you it, know? Was, it, it meant a ton that he, he did that and um, a ton to me that he was just there to support me. He was always a big cheerleader of any activity that I was doing. And um, yeah, to have them there just was awesome. Oh, oh, I love, love that memory. And it goes along with a lot of the memories that every, um, our other guests are sharing. What I find fascinating is that, or not really, no one 
ever has talked about a gift or a material thing, hmm. whenever we I've asked about memories, it has always been about an adventure or about someone important showing up in your life mm -hmm. or what one guest even talked about a clown at the circus kissing her on the cheek and she felt like the only little girl in that whole coliseum right wow yeah so it goes back to how important memories are and how important people are sure. in our lives absolutely and and i mean i love that you said that too and that that that's a trend that you're seeing because i'm always been a fan of experiences over like tangible items so absolutely I, I don't have kids but I have nieces and nephews and my goal has always been to have an experience with them as opposed to just buying them a gift for their birthday or the holidays or whatever absolutely absolutely because those are the things that they will remember mm -hmm. forever totally. and ever absolutely. you know Lori I know that your dad was a huge part in your life and and he loved hockey and he loved um sports mm -hmm. and you guys did a lot of fun things I also believe that he was really a big part in supporting you or even from from when you were younger into becoming an entrepreneur or to becoming the person that you are today, right? Oh, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So as you have built this business, Keystone Click, you you have a great team that works with you. What is one of the biggest lessons that you have learned about being an entrepreneur or in business for yourself? Oh, there's so many lessons, but I think one of the biggest things, and it took me a little bit of time to actually kind of have this light bulb aha moment is that I don't need to do it by myself. And, you know, we've heard this phrase, it's lonely at the top, which you don't quite understand that until you actually experience it on your own. When you mm -hmm. go from, you know, an employee where you have other people that you're kind of talking through things, but then when you become the leader and everyone's looking up to you, and you have no one else to kind of talk through things, at least that's what you start thinking until you realize that there's communities and there's um, others out there that are experiencing similar pains, but it is good to create those relationships to help you, you know, mentally get through the roadblocks, but also, you know, everyone's got their, their area of expertise and you don't have to do it all alone. For some reason, I thought I had to handle all my legal stuff and my financial stuff, you know, and the HR stuff. And no, let's let me hire the experts that have those skill sets. Mm -hmm. And that gives room for me to be the expert for those that are hiring us for our skill set. I love that. And, you know, I, there's greatness in community. And I hear you saying, you know what, you, you've hired the people that, that their expertise were in different areas than mm -hmm. you. And I think that is always a challenge for people who are starting to build a business is to realize, you know, you really can be a lot stronger if you delegate mm -hmm. and you do you, you do what you're good at. I learned very early on in, in one of my other um, passion projects, I guess I would say, or businesses mm -hmm. that, you know what, I didn't need to be spending the time doing the money. I didn't need to be spending the time. And that when I finally let go of that control, I was able to do a lot more. 
Yeah. Because people got to hear my voice and, and got to see me doing what I wanted to do. So, so I do, I love that. I want to go back to one other thing about your dad that you, you haven't mentioned, but I know from personal experience, your dad was an incredible networker yes. and he <laughs> taught you how to network. Mm-hmm. Talk, talk to us a little bit about that. Share some of your experiences there or what did you learn from him? Um, well, yeah, I mean, our whole, my whole childhood was him just building relationships and knowing people. We would go, we would travel across the country and people knew who he was. So he just had that great reputation. Um, and he always went out of his way to just help and be a resource and, Mm -hmm. and give advice, but he was also just really fun and, and an enjoyable presence to be around. And I think that's something that, you know, he attracted people to him because he, he was a, he was an entertainer, but he was also a giver, you know, and I think those are things that I definitely carry on that I, um, I, I, I like, I thrive off of being around other people. There's no doubt about that, about, you know, around good energies. Um, but I also want to give as much as I can and be a resource and help. Um, I have to know some of my limitations with that too, though. I think at some point you all learn, you know, where, where the boundaries really are in that. Right. You can't, you can't help everybody. <laughs> that's, that's a huge lesson in itself. I mm-hmm. think, um, I love the fact that you are a giver and, you know, I am an Enneagram two or a nurturer and mm-hmm. learning those boundaries mm-hmm. sometimes are very hard with your loved ones, as well as people, um, out in the community that you want to help if if you can help one person or a few people find joy in that right yeah absolutely absolutely um, mm-hmm. so another thing we the listeners don't know we, we've had our podcast scheduled several different times and had to reschedule <laughs> reschedule and yeah. you know I will say COVID popped in there one week or or mm-hmm. illness, whatever but you have been doing some fun traveling And through getting to know you, I know that you have learned how to create work-life harmony, Mm -hmm. how to, you know, sometimes you have to work a little harder, but other times you get to play a little harder, which creates this beautiful symphony in our life, right? Mm -hmm. What are some of the things that you do to, to very strategically plan or create that work-life harmony? Oh, strategically, <laughs> that's a big <laughs> word. Um, uh, when I am traveling for business, if I'm able, I will try to add on at least one day to Great just explore and, and try to, you know, explore the destination. You know, last, uh, this past February, I went to Santa Fe for, it was a two day um, work trip. And then I stayed one extra day and got to go to some amazing places in Santa Fe that I probably would have never been to. And then, you know, fly home right away. Um, but I just try to add on at the very least one day. It doesn't always happen. You know, some days it's just in and out. I've I've been to DC three times and I've never, ever, ever explored it. It's only been, you know, flying to the airport, go to the meetings, airport home every single right. time. So it doesn't always happen. But I think it is really important to, to if, if you have the opportunity to do that, to definitely do that. Um, I, I do try to find things that I enjoy that apply to business. So um, I know that I, I, you mentioned like I play hockey and I, I do a lot of networking there and I do get a lot of good 
client opportunities from that. So right. I'm building the relationships um, and things that I enjoy that do kind of carry over into the business as well. So there is some crossover uh, things that happen from business to personal. But I also think you have to have a little bit of balance and set your boundaries and and you know take a trip and not bring your computer with you. And I mean that's hard to hear sometimes. Ooh, <laughs> I did it once this year. One. That is a tough one. <laughs> I did do it once this year. Um, but you know, I've got an upcoming trip. I'm going hiking in Utah with a couple of friends. And I've told my team I'm not available in the mornings because those are when the hiking trips happen. But I am making myself available in the afternoon. So gotcha. you know, I tend to do I will do some work in the afternoon. So it, it is balancing and like so I'm able to do what I want to do that brings me personal joy, but right. I'm also making time um, to do the work as well and be available to my team. So I, I really needed to hear that. Take a trip and leave your computer at home. <laughs> I, oh, Lori, I have attachment issues there, <laughs> right? It, it was a big issue for me, actually, um, when I went to the Bahamas, uh, recently but the big thing I learned was um and this is the the trigger was <laughs> you're gonna laugh at this there was weight limits on how much we could bring on our luggage because we were on a small plane to get to this remote island okay um, but then there was you know so bring my computer or fit another bottle of booze in the backpack <laughs> so <laughs> I was oh, like pro- okay I'm on vacation yeah <laughs> priorities right the priorities yeah well, Recently, I I drove from Nevada to North Carolina with one of my daughters, which was an amazing trip. And I will tell you, I took, are you ready for this? My computer and my iPad. And of course, I had my smartphone. Uh And I thought, oh, you know, well, some of the days while I'm driving, you know, I can do some work, get some writing done. But what I discovered very, very quickly, very early on in our trip, we were driving and I was looking at my phone and I was missing seeing these beautiful parts of the country. Oh, yeah. Yes. That I wouldn't ever get to see had I not been driving, right? Mm -hmm. Having this drive. So even putting my phone up became very important on that trip Mm -hmm. because I didn't want to miss seeing all the different states I was driving through and singing and having the great conversations with my daughter. (laughs) Absolutely. Yep. You know, so, so, um, but I do need to work on that planning that that's a great, great tip there. So Lori, in addition to, you know, creating this calendar that you like so that you create a life you love, you do things that bring you joy. Mm-hmm. You, you've talked about that. You've also talked about how you've built, you build relationships, even when you are doing the things that bring you joy. And eventually they, they may or may not um, become a client or sure. lead you to another client, right? Sure. Yeah. What, are, what are some of the other things that you do every day or every week to really make your radiant soul shine to illuminate you from within? So this year I put a lot of emphasis on my personal health. 
Um, my, my word of the year was health. And I looked at it from a mental standpoint, a physical standpoint, and a financial standpoint. And I wanted to make sure I was healthy in all three of those buckets. So I started with the mental space and I put, um, I downloaded the app Gratitude, which I highly recommend. Fantastic app. It's free, you know, and there's paid, paid versions of it, but basically, um, it pings you with a statement a day that you write of just something that you're you have gratitude for. So like, what is something in nature that you're grateful for? Or what is something that someone nice did for you recently? And you just write a sentence and just doing that helped me to be like, oh, you know, I am happy to be alive and happy that things are happening. Um, I incorporated meditation into my life. And then I actually hired a personal trainer to help me with okay. the physical side of things, which also played into the, the mental side of things a little bit too, but really taking the time to focus on me has allowed me to get uh, clarity in my personal life and in my business. And it, it has allowed me to perform better, um, just be a better human being overall. I love that. You know, in, in my conversation with Amy Smith, she said one of the things she has learned to ask herself is how will I treat myself as the guest of honor? Oh, I love that. Isn't that cool? What a great mm -hmm. thought, right? She's like, think about it when you're entertaining your friends or your family, you know, you go all out and you want them to be comfortable sure. and you want them to have the, the best and to feel loved, right? Mm -hmm. But what if you treat yourself as the guest of honor? And that's what, you know, that's what I hear you saying is that for this year, you, you pick the word health and you gave it the three buckets, which are balanced mm -hmm. in your life. Mm -hmm. So beautiful, Lori. So beautiful. Well, I have one question left for you, but before we get there, I just would like for you to let the viewers know how they can connect with you. Sure. Um, I'm very active on LinkedIn. So you can just look for Lori Hybe on LinkedIn. Otherwise, you can check out uh, keystoneclick.com. My email is lori.hybe at keystoneclick.com. Um, yeah, those are probably the best three ways to reach out and connect. I look forward to connecting okay, with you. Yeah, that sounds great. And we will have those linked in the show notes. So everybody can find you there as well. So Lori, in thinking about the the great things you've you've shared with us about taking care of yourself, um, building relationships, and just really creating a life that you love. For that one listener or one woman who needs to hear just one tip or one suggestion that she can take to start creating a life she loved to let her radiant soul shine, what would be your tip? There's a statement that I have started living by in the last couple of years, and I think it's going to, this is what's going to resonate, hopefully, is do something your future self will thank you for. Oh, do something your future self will thank you for. I love that. And that is pretty profound, right? Absolutely. I live by it constantly. And that's what motivates me to to go to the gym, to eat healthy, to, you know, to do the gratitude app, to just knowing that these are the things that um, are going to help me be better in, in yeah, just I, even in the business life, feel like if I do this now, I'm going to be happy that I don't have to do it later. So thinking about my future. There you self. go. <laughs> 
That, yes, that can apply in every area of life, mm -hmm. totally. every area of life, whether, you know, you're, you're trying to get healthy, you're trying to build a business, um, you're, you're trying to take care of your aging parents, you know, even, even there, you know, do mm -hmm. something your, your um, future self could be proud of. Thank you. Thank you so much, Lori. Thank you so much for taking time to be here with us today and share some insights on how you live a beautiful, radiant life and how you give to others and really just get to know people. When I think of you, two words come to mind people and places, people and places, because love you love, you love people and you enjoy exploring places. I love so it. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. So, this was fun. Yes. I hope you have enjoyed another episode of the Radiant Soul Sisters. So many thanks to my guest, Lori Hobby today. And if you would like to learn more about some more amazing women, Join us next time as we shine the light on another Radiant Soul Sister. Till then, I'm Susan Cruz, your host, and all the episodes, resources, and community can be found on my website at susancruzco.com.